0: Live from the Average Joe Nation studios in St. Clair, Missouri, this is The Average Joe Podcast, a show that proves that in this crazy world, a combination of common sense and a C-plus average is actually a superpower. Sure, he's crazy, but what if he's right? Please welcome your host, Damon Gilbert. All right, we got got to talk about this lawsuit against Trump. I tell you. I, I just read something on Twitter here. I was just skimming through, and it just gives you kind of an idea how stupid the, majority, the vast majority of people are out there. Uh, in this particular instance, there is a, there is a tweet, and uh, I just have me glancing at it. And it said, it said uh, oh, Biden's executive order 9066 gives illegals a $5,000 visa card to use as they wish. And then the question is, is Biden buying votes? Well, just a rudimentary uh, Google search will let you know that Executive Order 9066 was a United States Presidential Executive Order signed and issued during World War II by United States President Franklin D. Roosevelt on February 19, 1942. And the quote is, this order authorized authorized the forced removal of all persons deemed a threat to national security from the west coast to relocation centers further inland resulting in the incarceration of japanese americans so I, the thing that killed me was someone someone asked a question um there was an answer to this and this guy said this isn't true the guy made it up and someone quizzed him he said how do you know that well because i guess i took High school history? I don't know. This is the kind of morons we're dealing we're dealing with out here. You meet them all the time. Don't tell me you don't. You probably know some of them. But You've got all the information ever recorded by human humans in your hand, in the palm of your hand, in the form of well, I call it a computer uh, masquerading as a phone, but nonetheless, it's iPhone, whatever, Samsung, (coughs) whatever you've got. But with just a quick search, you could find out that wasn't true. Okay. That's why I find it amazing that no one can see what's going on with Joe Biden right now. And that what they say about Trump isn't true. And I'm not saying I, you know, Trump's as pure as a driven snow. But the point is, is that I don't understand what you use your phone for, <laughs> I guess. I have a friend of mine, and he's probably listening. I know he's listening to this right now. He said he was talking to someone who he worked with yesterday, or in the last couple of days. And she's a Trump supporter. But she did not know anything about Joe's cognitive, uh, uh, you know, downfall, where his, his cognitive skills are falling off. What he says, how he says it. Now, this is the president of the United States. She had no idea what he was talking about and said it with complete honesty, was asking a question, what are you talking about? What do you do when you go home? I mean, what do you do with your phone? Do you just, do we just, do we, do we search for uh, videos of cats playing the piano? What is this? Wouldn't you have some idea? Don't you think you would just inadvertently trip across that stuff? Oh, and I also want to tell you something while I'm at it. I, I, I have, I happen to do this over a, a period of time. Usually it takes me a little bit to notice it, but I've been, I've been doing these podcasts like I'm a, I don't know, an NPR host. With the monotone voice and all that, trying to be Mr. Newscaster and all that. It's a bunch of harsh shit. That's not me. So, we're not doing that anymore. I'm going to come out here and talk just like I would if you were talking to me in my, in my kitchen. I'm sick of doing this. It's much easier to do it this way. Just say whatever comes in my head. And if you don't like it, that's the way it goes. If you do, then you can stick around and we'll have some fun. But uh, uh, it, can get a little, it can get a little dicey as, as the language and all that is, because that's just who I am. I'm a truck driver. We use the F word like it's a comma. Okay, so the fact that I don't use it more is kind of impressive that i've 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 been able to break that habit, but uh nonetheless, uh let's get into this right now. We have got to talk about this new york supreme Court uh decision by this judge uh Erdogan, where he found that uh he fined trump three hundred and fifty five million dollars I, I i they brought a a fraud suit uh against trump and it was by a uh, I guess the district attorney, Letitia James, you probably know about this. No victim involved. They just decided to do this. And now he can't serve on any, um, he can't be an executive at any of his businesses for, I think, three years? Yeah, and I think his his kids cannot serve for two years. So in essence, what's going to happen is that he's going to move his business out of New York City. I don't blame him. I would sell everything and get the hell out of there. I, I'd, I'd, I'd move back to Florida. I'd move it all to Florida. I'd build up, uh, you know, one of, the, one of the towns down there, like you did New York City. It's going gonna, it's gonna to cause a mass exodus of business from New York. Because people are going to say, well, hell, if they can do it to t- Donald Trump, they can do it to me. Because at the end of the day, they're trying to explain, they're trying to, what they did was, and this is never going to stand up under uh, appeals. It, it shouldn't. But the fact that you have to appeal it, it is going to cost him millions of dollars. And most people don't have that kind of money to throw around. So if you're in New York City and you see this happening to a guy like this, you're going, oh, my God, maybe, that, maybe I'm next on the, on the hit list. Who knows? Because, because, folks, the way this works, and I'm sure you're aware of this, but I'm going to go over it anyway. He assessed his, his, uh, his properties at a certain value. He went to the banks with that value. The value, the the banks either took his, 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 his word on what the value was uh, of his assets were, or they had somebody appraise it. And then he got loans based on that appraisal. Now, you know as well as I do, you talk to anybody. I don't care if it's a car or a lawnmower or anything that they've got to sell, they obviously will want to get the most for it. So what do they do? They tell you it's worth more than it probably is. That's just the way it works. Everybody does that. And then the buyer will lowball you and somewhere we meet somewhere in the middle, it's pretty simple operation. So that's just the way it works. Anybody knows that with a link, with a lick of sense. So what are we doing? We're going after this guy and we're going to push him out of New York City. New York City cannot afford this. They cannot afford a mass exodus of people from that city, especially people with money, people with businesses. I think New York City is going to get exactly what it deserves. And Letitia James and this Ergaron are going to be responsible for it. It's totally uncalled for. It's, 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 a, it's a witch hunt. The Department of Justice is being used as a weapon. It, it, it's, it's, it's gotten to the point now where it doesn't even make a difference if it's even true even if everybody knows it's not true, we're still going to, we're going to go through with it just to make them spend the money and the time in the courtroom. That's what this is all about. They're trying to disrupt his presidential ambitions and his presidential campaign. Now, will it work? I don't think, I don't think ultimately it will. It would if it was me. I mean, if Trump tomorrow said, he he made an announcement. He said, guys, I've had enough. I'm not going to do this anymore. They're they're just too much. They win. I'm leaving. I'm gonna buy a island in the South Pacific, and that's where I'm gonna spend my my the years I've got left. You know what? I wouldn't blame the guy. I wouldn't blame him at all. I I I certainly wouldn't, because he's been through enough. And and do we as as Americans deserve this? Do we? Do we deserve him? Do we deserve someone who's going to go to bat for us? I don't think we do. Sometimes, I really don't. The hatred and the TDS um, that's that's out there is just beyond anything I've ever seen. People have been brainwashed into the, they believe somehow or other he's Hitler. They've been told that. But they're also the ones that would believe that that executive order 9066 had something to do with illegal aliens because they don't look it up. They don't even investigate it in the least. And it's sad. It's sad. Now, as far as New York's concerned, uh, there's a big uh, push right now for uh, truck drivers to uh refused to go to New York City. Now, you got to remember, New York City is basically an island. For the most part, you got Manhattan, you got Long Island. Um everything's served from outside. It's not like they have they have their own farmland in New York City. So all their food comes in from trucking. So starting today, there's a lot of truck drivers are going to say no. We're not going to New York City anymore. Now, is that going to is that going to bring everything to a screeching halt? I doubt if it does because there are other ways to get stuff in there, it's going to make things more expensive. And at the end of the day, it's going to slow the process down. Because New York City, most cities in general, have three days of food available. If, after that three days, things get pretty dicey because the shelves start emptying. So it would be interesting to see this, this play out that way. I, I would have to laugh if it did, because it's exactly what they deserve. It really is. The Democrats in, in, the, uh, in New York City are, are the worst. They really are. And they, they, need a little, they need a little pushback. I mean, of course, the Chuck Schumers, uh, people like that, the um, Hillary Clintons, they're not going to go without a meal. It'll be the poor people. It'll be the people in the middle class that'll go. They'll be, they'll be left hanging. That's, that's the way it works. And if you're a Biden supporter instead of a Trump supporter, maybe you deserve that. I, I think you do. I mean, I really do. I, I can't stand people half the time anymore. You ever go uptown and you're mad as soon as you get back? I can't go uptown anymore without being pissed off. How about you? Is that, is that, is that just me? Is that my old age? Because I don't think it is. I think people are rude. They're disgusting. They, 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 they have no manners. They, it, it just seems like we're going, we're on a downhill slope to some degree. And those people, I can't expect them to know what's going on. I just can't. They're, it's, they're incapable of this. They really are. The educational system has is, is has really really failed most people. It really has, because they don't even know the basics, and that's really sad. So anyway, this this truck driver, I think, uh, what was his name? This thing went viral. Uh, Truckers unite, refusing to deliver loads in New York City after court ordered Trump to pay three hundred fifty four million dollars uh let's see chicago one ray he says i've been on the radio for over an hour and i've talked to at least 10 truckers who are going to stop start refusing loads on monday for new york city so apparently this thing went viral so i guess we'll see how that see how that all plays out new york city get exactly what they deserve now like again i think that this that eventually at some level cooler heads will prevail And they will look at this case and go, this is ridiculous. This case is ridiculous. It is. There's no victim. There isn't. You can't even say the state was a victim. All the banks were paid. All the banks were happy with the arrangement. All of them. Not a single one came out and said, we got screwed on this deal. No, they didn't. This is just a witch hunt by that damn Letitia James, another black woman in a position she shouldn't be in. It's it's that simple. They've got them all over the place. Look at look at the other one, Um, uh, Fannie Willis from uh, uh, Georgia. Same thing. She's got more skeletons in the closet. Oh my God. Yeah. Is, Is she is she qualified to do that job? I don't think she is. I don't think she's qualified at all. Yeah, and she did the same thing that Letitia James did. Prior to getting elected, she made it her one campaign pitch that she was going to go after Trump. She's going to sue Trump. Same thing with uh, this this Fanny, and I know she doesn't like that that name. That's why I'm calling her that. But they all said they're going to go after this guy. Yeah. So it, it that sounds premeditated to me. It does. It does. That alone should get these things thrown out of court. Yeah. But the problem is you got a Democratic uh, appointed judge who can't. He can't do. He can't. He has to do this. He has to do this. So. I guess, it, I guess in what's going to happen is every lawsuit that's brought against Donald Trump is going to have to go to the Supreme Court. I, I'm assuming at some level they're going to have to say, this doesn't even make good judicial sense. Who brought this case? Yeah. And then we're, and we're going to dismiss it after he spent millions of dollars, which most people can't afford to do. So what do you end up with? You end up with a, a city like New York who has It'll be escape from New York, is what it'll be. It'll, it'll just start to fall apart. Businesses will, will move out. You can count on it. It's not going to be tomorrow. It's not going to be next week. But eventually, a year from now, you're going to see a trend to in that direction, I believe. Yeah, because cost of gas is going to go up. I mean, oil right now is trading at, what is it, what did I say? Oil right now is $82 a barrel. <clears throat> they're, they're stating right now that they believe within another three months, it'll be $130 a barrel. So gas is going to go through the roof. Um, the Middle East is going to melt down. We, we're talking about whether or not we should attack Iran. Politicians like Lindsey Graham, you know, the warmongering little shit he is, that freak. I swear, you talk about a child. Don't, you know, the thing is, don't ever ask a psychopath why they are the way they are because you're never gonna get an answer. These people are freaks. They're beyond horrible. Yeah. It's a freak show and the freaks are running the show. They really are. There's nothing you, there's no other way to look at this. Um, And speaking of that, we've got a former Attorney General William Barr has not been kind to Donald Trump since he left his post at the Justice Department. Now, mind you, he's a part of the, he's part of the problem. This, this uh, William Barr, one of the, one of the most disgusting looking men, he opposed the former president's actions after the 2020 election. He said that Trump's return to the White House would be a chaotic horror show. Yeah. He also called for the former president to be placed, replaced as a leader of the Republican Party, warning he would burn the house down if he remains as the face of the GOP. But a lot can change in two years because now he's saying what did he say? William Barr is admitting a level of chaos he's willing to accept since there's a chance of a revival with a revival. With Biden, it's certain death. That's what he said. A sentiment Democrats are ignoring in their little bubbles along the uh the the New York corridor. So I think that's probably accurate, don't you? When when somebody who hates you that bad says that Biden's 10 times worse. <laughs> and I'm willing to take my chances with uh, with uh, Trump. That's that's pretty telling. It really is. I'm not a big fan of his. I don't like I don't like Mr. Barr. I think he's a traitor. I think he's disloyal. I don't think he knows what he was doing when he was in the in that position. He 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 was terrible. At what he did, I think that was a mistake. I think Donald Trump made a mistake appointing him to that position. I really do. But then you get into, uh, you get into Mr. Biden. Uh, What is it here? President Joe Biden has long publicly defended his controversial withdrawal from Afghanistan in 2021. But according to a new book, his remarks were not just out of political convenience. Biden genuinely believes his administration did not make any mistakes during the withdrawal. That's so stupid. I can't even. That's the level of incompetence we're dealing with he doesn't think he made or his administration made any mistakes during the Afghan withdrawal. None. As a matter of fact, he says, no one offered to resign in large part because the president didn't believe anyone made a mistake. He said ending the war was always going to be messy. Biden told his top aides, national security advisor, Jake Sullivan, who by the way is a complete doofus. Okay a complete and total doofus. Jake Sullivan has absolutely, he's got about as much right to be in that position as I do. He's worthless, worthless. Casper, the friendly ghost, blonde hair, and pale as a ghost. Do not like that guy. So he's Biden told his top aides national security advisor, Jake Sullivan included that he stood by them and they had done their best during a tough situation. I, I, what went wrong, however, as Biden ended the United States 20-year military presence in Afghanistan, including the Taliban's immediate takeover of the Afghan Afghanistan following the exit of American troops, plus 13 American military, military service members were killed in a suicide bombing during the final stages of the evacuation. And we left $7.2 billion worth of aircraft, guns, vehicles, ammunition, and specialized equipment. But he didn't do anything wrong, guys. He didn't do anything wrong. That's the kind of mentality we're dealing with here. And when your friends or your family or people, acquaintances, whatever, say that Joe's done a pretty good job and we're going to vote for him again, you can look them dead in the eye and tell them they're complete morons. Okay? Either you are, I guess, willfully ignorant or you're completely ignorant. You, you I mean you 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 either choose to be that way or you are anyway. I don't know which it is. Do you not do people just not care? Do they choose choose a side kind of like you know the Red Sox and the Yankees? We choose a side and we don't ever change. We don't ever change our opinion despite evidence to the contrary. Do, is that how that works? I I still to this day can't understand it. You would think with all the things going on in the world. I mean, Putin said it himself during that Tucker Carlson interview. He couldn't believe what we were, you know, he goes, what are you doing in in Ukraine? He goes, don't you have enough trouble at home? And he's right. $34 trillion deficit, an open border. You know, I, I, we've got fentanyl problems. We've got, we've got mass suicide. It Not mass suicide, but you could call it that we got enough trouble. We got enough trouble in our own country. What are we doing? Why are we doing this? And I'm with him. But just to give you an idea of how stupid these people are, uh, I'm going to bring up this one particular subject and this one particular person. It's Representative Barbara Lee. Okay. Now she's a, uh, she's a, she's a congressman from believe California, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, she's from California. She's actually a representative. She's running for Diane Feinstein's old Senate seat. Her and about three other guys are running for it. Uh, but here's the thing: she's calling for a $50 an hour minimum wage in California. $50 an hour. You heard me right. $50 an hour. She said, "In that quote, first, let me say, I owned and ran a small business for 11 years. I created hundreds of jobs, benefits, retirement benefits, also health care benefits. I know what worker productivity means, and that means that you have to make sure that your employees are taken care of and have a living wage. <laughs> she ran a small business. Well, according to her website, she founded a mental health services organization called the Community Health Alliance for Neighborhood Growth and Education. So the deal is they get all their funding for the federal government. So it's easy, it's easy to pay $50 per hour minimum wage when the taxpayers are the ones paying for it. I, I mean, I, now consider, consider how much California is currently paying for the homeless services. Just to give you an, an idea, it's going to become impossible to live in California. Right now, Right now, I think the minimum wage is, what, $20 an hour in California? How could you run a business doing that? You get your lowly entry level employee making 20 bucks an hour. You can't do that. You can't do that. But this is the kind of mentality we've got in America today. She is a leader of Congress. She is in Congress. She is a person who has been there for what, nine, 10 years? This are this kind of mentality you're dealing with. It really is. And it's going gonna, it's, it's gonna to destroy America, it really is. And it's already destroying California. I mean, just to give you an idea, uh, let's see. Consider how much California is currently paying for homeless services. And it's just homeless services. Uh, the first apartments they built cost an average of $479,000 a unit. For an apartment, $479,000 a unit. Someone as high as $650,000 a unit. But that wasn't good enough. Two years later, the cost of an average unit hit $531,000 with some apartments going up to $746,000. This is in California. This is in California. And the the taxpayer and, well, I guess the federal taxpayer is probably paying part of this. Okay, so unable to build apartments for less than the cost of a mansion, Los Angeles launched a pilot program to build 8 by 8 aluminum sheds for the homeless. Eight by eight aluminum sheds, aluminum sheds, eight by eight. You know what they got for each one of those? $130,000 each. The average cost of a home in LA is $500 per square foot. The aluminum sheds with 64 square feet managed to completely blow that away. Now, that's not even the worst part. The worst part is the homeless have been setting up their own tent encampments for free. So the city launched a pilot program to have the government set up tents for the homeless for only $2,600 per tent. Okay, that sounds pretty, you know, it doesn't sound too bad. $2,600 per tent. That's $2,600 a month for these tents. So when she goes, when she comes back and says that a $50 minimum wage is easy, that is until the taxpayer funding runs out. This is the kind of mentality you're dealing with in, in, in DC. I, I it, it's unbelievable. It really is. This Barbara Lee, she's trying to take over uh Feinstein's uh, spot. She'll probably win. She's black. She's unqualified. She's an unqualified black woman. That's what she is. She's got a chip on her shoulder, the size of a two by four about the way we treat now, what she's using, it, it's it's a red herring. That's not what she's interested in. She's not interested in the black community, and she's certainly not interested in the homeless. She'll tell you that, and that's what everybody in America does. Every politician in America does this. They act like they're interested in the climate. They act like they're interested in the homeless. They act like they're interested in, uh, uh, you know, uh, events overseas. They're not. They're not. You think they give a damn about Ukrainians? They couldn't care less. They could not care less. You know what they want? They want to line their own pockets. That's what they're interested in. Nothing else. And the blacks are the worst at it. They really are. They're not even good at covering it up. These these people do this at right I have seen so much. Just, just go through the list of... Uh, we'll do this at a later date. But uh, the list of black... Uh, leaders, mayors of, of the country in huge, in large cities. It's not one of them doing well. Why is that? Why is that? Because they make excuses for their, for their race. That's what they do. They're trying to tell me that if you redef if you redefine the, um, if you change the definition of crime, crime will go away. Who was it that said that? Let me see here. Uh, what was this? Oh, yeah. Ben Crump. Civil rights attorney messaging to black Americans is, is is false and problematic, says Carol Swain. Her and her and this Crump say that ending crime in the U.S. is easy. All you have to do is change the definition of crime. <laughs> well, who 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 makes this stuff up? Who thinks who dreams this up? So you're going to make excuses for your entire race? I mean, I don't want to sound like a racist here, but this, this has nothing to do. If they were doing this for the white community, I'd say the same thing. This makes no sense. Changing the definition of something so that it doesn't exist. That, that, that makes no, what you're telling me is that a person could walk into a, uh, into a a grocery store or, or, uh, uh, you know, a Sam's or any kind of, and walk out with, with, uh, with, with stuff they didn't pay for. Shoplift it. Okay, but we're going to change the definition of shoplifting so that we don't call it shoplifting, and it's not a crime anymore. It's just borrowing. We're borrowing this stuff. That's what they want. That's what they want. They want. They cannot. They cannot come up with an excuse for the black community. They. They. They try. They try desperately to do this. When you consider that. 12%. Twelve percent. Now, mind you, what what is it? What is the black community in the United States? Thirteen percent. So, okay, let's just say it's let's say six percent are men. Okay, they represent fifty percent. This is an FBI statistic. This is not something I just grabbed out of the sky. They they we know this is true. They commit that six percent or six and a half percent commit fifty percent over fifty percent of the violent crime in the United States. That's why, that's why the prisons are full of black people. It's that simple. I'm not saying whites are great because we're not. We're scumbags too. We got them running around all over the place. I see them on a daily basis. But if they break the law, they're probably going to jail. The black community is trying to make excuses for a culture that is failing. That's what they're trying to do. They're trying to say, okay... We may represent that huge chunk of uh, people, but if you change the definition of murder, there it'll drop to ten percent, and 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 then everything will be great. Of course, blacks will be killing blacks, and blacks will be killing. <laughs> they'll be they'll be rampaging, and, and and but but because we've redefined, we we've come up with a new definition. Then it won't. It statistically will be will be even. That's what they want. They want, they want equity. Well, you're not going to get equity if your entire, your entire race uh, or a large portion or half of your, your, your race is violent. You're not going to be able to do that. It's ridiculous. The world is, it, it literally fucked up beyond any, all recognition. It is. When you've got mentality like this on a daily basis, I see this all the time. The mayor of chicago is pushing this kind of stuff another black man completely completely uh uh, well not unprepared but he's not qualified for that spot as mayor he got elected because he's black it's that simple look at look at all these these uh uh, lawsuits against trump they're filed by attorney you know attorney generals are, are, are prosecuting attorneys, they're the black women who have been led down the path. This Fannie Willis is they should disbar her immediately. She's absolutely worthless. She's she how she got her law degree is beyond me. It, 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 she is a moron. And she's gonna pay for this, but she probably won't pay in the respect that she's gonna go to jail or see any, you know, any any kind of fine. She's just going to go kind of, she's just going to kind of drift out into the, uh, uh, look at Stacey Abrams. The one that was going to be the uh, governor of uh, of Georgia, first black governor, woman governor. It was going to be great. Where's she at? When's the last time you heard of her? Well, she got her money and she moved on. That's what she did. She made her bucks and she's gone. <clears throat> look at the leader of um, uh, Black Lives Matters. She got her money, bought all her mansions. It's the last you hear of them. It's a scam. It's a con. This is all a con. And these people are trying to make me believe. And these are, these are people who actually went to college. How did, these, how did these people get degrees? I don't understand it. You couldn't, you couldn't have an IQ over 100 and say something as stupid as this woman did about changing the definition of crime. Is it a grift? If it is, it's not a very good one. Although I will say this, the Democrats of the world would probably fall for this. They'd say, oh yeah, that's a good idea. Change the definition. That way black people don't get arrested. Now, am I I saying that there, there aren't enough laws on the books? No, there's plenty of laws on the books. And some of them are stupid. I will give you that. But you can't change the definition of stealing or murder. You can't do that violent crime is violent crime it's that simple and something else i want to give into this is a harvard this this another example of the way things are upside down and the world is all screwed up harvard professor says now this is a black harvard professor his name is roland fryer he said that all hell broke loose when his study found no racial bias in police shootings Harvard professor said that all hell broke loose and he was forced to go out in public with armed security after he published a study that found no evidence of racial bias in police shootings. Uh, The study found that police were more than twice as likely to manhandle, beat, or use some other kind of non-fatal force against blacks and Hispanics than against people of other races. However, the data also determined that officers were 28.8%. The 23.8% less likely to shoot at blacks and 8.5% less likely to shoot at Hispanics than they were to shoot at whites. He says when Fryer claimed the data showed no racial differences in officer-involved shootings, he said all help broke loose and his life was upended. Fryer received the first of many complaints and threats four minutes after his publication. Fryer said people quickly lost their minds and some of his colleagues refused to believe the results. After months of asking him not to print the data, I had colleagues take me to the side and say, don't publish this. It'll ruin your career. He said after the report was published, Fryer lived under police protection for over a month. He had a seven-day-old daughter at the time and, and went shopping for diapers with an armed guard. He said it was crazy. It was really, truly crazy. So this is just an example of people who do not want to hear the truth, no matter how you prove it. No matter how you can show it in no uncertain terms that things are in fact true, they don't want to hear it, and they certainly don't want someone publishing something like this. This this is this goes against their grain. This goes against everything they believe in. It really does. They didn't want him publishing this because it's going to change. It 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 may it may uh, poison the well. It's going to show and prove that maybe everything that's being said about the black community and how they've been abused in it and, and, and everything is not true. It's not true. They'll take one incident, one tiny incident and blow it all out of proportion, just like they did in Michael Brown and uh, Ferguson, just like they did George Floyd. They take, you could have, you could have no one says anything about the, uh, the little black girl that got killed in a BLM. Uh, protest. Her her mother and father got caught in the traffic and they shot into the car and killed a little girl. I can't remember her name. And I, I apologize for that because that's a terrible way to be. Nobody ever says anything about that because it was a black doing it to a black. No one cares. No one cares about Chicago and all the, all the, uh, have you heard anything about that lately? What did the murder rate go down in Chicago? The, uh, the inner city murders, black on black. Nobody talks about it anymore. I guess it's not important. I guess it's not important. We got bigger thing. We got bigger fish to fry. We need to figure out how to give over 100 billion dollars to Ukraine. That's what this is all about. Yeah. I you know, I've never seen the world this screwed up. Name me one thing that's good. Name name me a competent leader, uh, either foreign or domestic. I dare you, because I don't think we have any. We are being led by psychopaths, maniacs and freaks. Yeah. And and the, and the problem is we, we've uh, we're, they're in charge. The freaks are in charge. The weirdos are in charge. The maniacs, the psychopaths, they're all there. I, I don't know. I don't know. Weird thing. Weird thing. Uh, what else do I have today? I guess that's about it. I, just to cheer you up, right? But I want you to have open... I want you to look at the world through... I don't want them to be rose-colored glasses, okay? Things are not good right now things are not good. So when your democratic friend or family member tells you that they want four more years of Joe Biden, I, I want you to be able to have a little, a little ammunition to go after these people. I mean, honestly, you would, your friend or my friend or my relative, whatever, they could look you in the eye and say that this is a good way for the world to go. This is a good way for America to go. I, our, our America right now doesn't resemble anything that, that it resembled 25 years ago. That's a short period of time in history. You could drop somebody in into 2024 from the 80s, and they wouldn't recognize where we're at. They wouldn't. They wouldn't recognize America. It's completely changed, and it's incremental. It's not like it's overnight. It's kind of like it's kind of like when you're sanding a, a piece of wood. You really can't tell it right away, but if you do it long enough, eventually, eventually, it'll change. Yeah. That's, what, that's, where I, that's where it appears to be right now. We, we're being sanded down. Our culture's being sanded down. Yeah, and it's these freaks that are doing it. So, believe me, anybody that's in uh, political office today, we could get rid of tomorrow. I was actually watching a show uh, last night. It was called uh, oh, The Designated Survivor. It's a Kiefer Sutherland miniseries and uh it's about if if you don't know how this works when when the president gives a uh state of the union address, each party takes someone from their party and has them in a another um another address far away because the theory is that if something happened and everyone in Congress was killed and the president was killed the the uh government would still function because you would have in succession you would have somebody. Not there that night. Who would take over? Well, in this particular instance, it happens to be Kiefer, Kiefer Sutherland. He is the what is it? Health and Human Services Secretary. He's on the cabinet, so he's like eleventh in line. And it's kind of a joke for most of these guys. They go, they go and sit in an office somewhere and drink and watch the uh, State of the Union on on uh, on uh, TV rather than being there. And in this particular instance, far the, you know, obviously for the show. The, uh, the Capitol was, was destroyed, killed everybody. And I just posted on Facebook last night, and most people prob- probably didn't get it. But I just said, why is it I wish this was a documentary instead of a miniseries? I'll tell you why. Because <laughs> we need a reset. We need to start over from scratch. Everybody in the DOJ needs to be fired. Everybody in Congress needs to be kicked out. We need, to, we need a fresh start. We're not, the, the path we're going down right now is not good. It's not good. And how do you get rid of these people? I don't know. You vote them out if you can. The problem is they've, they've made me question elections now. So is it even possible? I don't know. We're going to find out. Anyway, that's all I got today. Uh, if you would, do me a favor and... Subscribe. It's free. It's free. It's right on the. If you look at the uh, the uh, uh, link I gave you, just scroll down. There's a little button there to to subscribe, and there's a button to comment if you wouldn't mind. Yeah, I'm, I'll, I'll answer. I'll I'll listen to anything. We can discuss all of this. All right. So it is. What is it? February twenty first, and Joe Biden is the worst president in American history. Let's go, Brandon. As always, thanks for listening to the Average Joe podcast. Be sure to check out our website at www.averagejoenation.media and follow us on social media. Remember, if you haven't told all your friends, you're wrong.